Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to Sunday's TalkSport Daily with me, John Jackson. It was a huge day of Premier League action yesterday and VAR was back in the spotlight again after a string of controversial decisions. Chelsea fans are celebrating, that tells you the goal has been ruled out. I tell you what, I tell you what, it's no, very no, tight. No. He's now given a free kick against Willock. None more so than at Stamford Bridge, where West Ham had a late equaliser controversially ruled out against Chelsea for an alleged foul on goalkeeper Edouard Mendy. David Moyes was absolutely furious. Hopefully he's calmed down now. Here he is alongside Thomas Tuchel speaking to TalkSport straight after the match, followed by all the reaction on the game day phone-in with Jamie O'Hara and Gabby Agbonlahor. What is Edouard Mendy doing? It's 2-2! Oh my goodness, Edward Mendy, what are you doing? Chelsea 2, West Ham 2, Maxwell Corney! The referee, Andrew Madley, has just raced over to the VAR screen on the far side of the ground. And the Chelsea fans are celebrating. That tells you the goal has been ruled out. They've decided, Jared Gillett watching on VAR and the referee, Andrew Madley, that Jared Bowen has fouled Edouard Mendy before he was rounded by Corner, and then Corner picked out the top corner. David Moyes not happy at all. It's difficult to talk about the game, isn't it? When you when you see such such a rascally bad goal against you, it's just unreal. If that is the elite level of refereeing, then then I think and and maybe the elite level of uh, of people going to VAR. If that's if that's where we're at, then it's probably people who've never done it don't understand the difference you know between a challenge and we're actually actually in an era at the moment where we said that we're going to have a few more tackles things were going to go going to go I, I, I could not believe it the amount of times I've looked at it I cannot believe the referee could even have considered that being apparently not given a goal it's it's beyond belief and getting sent to VAR was was so bad ridiculous decision by by the referee David when you see decisions like that and it's not the only controversial one today that won't make you feel any better but is there is there a growing feeling now amongst managers that maybe the technology isn't doing the job that it was brought in to do and maybe the old way was better no I don't really want to talk about the technology just keep focusing on that goal today 
And, and in terms of speaking to the referee, obviously you've not really been able to do that so far. Would you like referees to be forced to come out to the media and explain their decision? Would you like a bit more transparency? You'll probably get an apology on Wednesday, I would imagine. Nah, no, nah, I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want one now anyway. After seeing that, I'd be more embarrassed if I'd if I'd given that decision and uh, and and overturned it. You know, because part of the game is, yeah, we can get things wrong, but then you you've got a chance to correct that and and make it right and didn't make it right. It's even more frustrating, isn't it, when your team have given so much against one of the elite teams in the league, you think you salvaged a point, which would have been a deserved point. It's a double kick in the teeth. Well, it is, because, you know, you'll be talking about the many games I've lost, and that was one not because of our performance today, that was because of other people's inadequacies. It's a foul. He checked it on the, on the, on the, on the, on the screen. It's what the screen is for, and um, he took the, the decision that it's foul. For me, it's foul. For me, the first goal should have never stand. First foul is uh, irre- the first goal is an irregular goal. Biggest thing for me today that stood out was Mendy getting away with murder for that goal. Bowen, he's got nowhere to go. It's a foul by Mendy on Bowen for me. That's a goal for um, West Ham. They were robbed, and Chelsea for me were very lucky to win today. Mm. That's one of the worst decisions I've ever seen. In, in my life honestly it's an absolute joke you can't avoid that type of contact it happens in the game every single every minute a goalkeeper comes out from a ball he collides with a striker right and the game carries on how is that a foul well, Newcastle United also felt hard done by in their draw with Crystal Palace after they had a goal chalked off again for a supposed foul on the goalkeeper it was a free kick from the halfway line in by Kieran Trippier, headed back across the six-yard box by Sven Botman. Goalkeeper and Joe Willock are colliding in the middle, oh, inside the six-yard box. Was there a little push there by Mitchell, who pushes Willock into Keita, the goalkeeper? If that's the case, is it a penalty? What it did do, the ball hit Mitchell in the chest and went into the bottom corner. He's now given a free kick against, free kick against Willock. No goal. The game is still nil-nil. Joe Willock was pushed in the back by a Crystal Palace player. But there's no way he could stop his momentum. I don't see how it's a foul one way or the other, either from the goalkeeper or Joe, because they're both colliding. So for me, the goal should have stood. And um, I probably think the reason why it didn't is because the goalkeeper went down. TalkSport brought you exclusive coverage of the Merseyside derby in the early kickoff yesterday. And yes, there was more VAR controversy, I know. Here's how it sounded on Game Day Exclusive with Everton legend Peter Reid, former Liverpool midfielder Charlie Adam and TalkSport's chief commentator, Mr Sam Matterface. The strains of Zed cars echo from the PA system and listen to the noise as the two teams emerge from the Goodison Park Tunnel. A classic football match, blue versus red. Falls to Mope, then to Davis. Davis crossing against the post. Played in by Gomez and he's chested the ball down inside the area. Tarkovsky's come across. He's oh, followed it. Great save by Pickford to tip it onto the crossbar. Back to uh, Luis Diaz inside the area. Right-footed shot off the crossbar again. Liverpool hit the woodwork twice in 15 seconds. And Everton's goal leads a charm live in thanks to Jordan Pickford. Lovely shot by Firmino and a wonderful, outstanding one-handed save from Pickford. Gray's got another chance to cross, he does Sue towards Mopé, brings it down on his chest, then slides it towards the far post, and in! Connor Cody has just put Everton ahead in the 241st Merseyside derby, and it's Bedlam inside Goodison Park. I think this might be ruled out. They're checking for a possible offside. 
And this moment for Connor Cody of extreme joy as he darted away to the corner flag might be about to be taken away from him. And it looks very much as if Connor Cody is offside. Peter Reid's not convinced. Charlie Adam is. And the referee now is two, no goal. The ball's been played up to Inanna. It's managed to get through to him. And then he's knocked to the floor by Van Dijk. It's going to be a yellow card for Virgil van Dijk. Oh, that's a bad one, that. Oh, that is a bad one for Virgil van Dijk. Because the ball had well gone. That's a a red card. That's, that's a red card. That, that's <laughs> not that's, a red card. That's that's on the shin. It's above the ankle. It will be reviewed by VAR. I would have thought. Listen, it's, it's a bad tackle, but I don't think it is a red. Uh, on the uh, Virgil Van Dyke challenge, the PGMOL have said it would be considered reckless, not serious foul play. Ah, uh, did a joke. Diaz, edge of the area, shifts it wide, Salah hits the post, comes back out to Jota, and somehow Liverpool don't manage to get it past Jordan Pickford. He hits it towards the near post, what and I think save. Pickford actually got Great a finger save. on it. That's an unbelievable save. save. It's a brilliant save. That geezer wearing the Everton number one shirt has had an absolute blinder, Peter Reid. Absolute brilliant. What a save. He has been magnificent. There's the full-time whistle. Still no win for Everton, but this will feel like one. It's another tale of the unexpected from the Premier League. For the fifth time in six seasons, Liverpool are held to a draw on their short trip across Stanley Park. Everton nil, Liverpool nil. We spoke to the PGMOL about the incident with Virgil van Dijk and Onana. They said it wasn't serious foul play and it was just reckless. What was your view of it? I think it's a red card and um, I've, I've been through a week where... Some people are questioning my players for time-wasting, which was unfounded. Um, I've been through a season last year where a lot of things, high-profile things, went against us. Alan got sent off from a yellow that became a red. I saw an incident with Trippier in the season that was exactly the same, and it, it got reversed the other way around. And then now I think it's just a pure red card. I, I haven't even been asked about it in interviews yet. I haven't been asked. I've done all the media, the TV, that watched the game. Nobody asked me about it. When it's my players, I think we get asked. It was one of those. I, I can't... I didn't realise at the time because the game was happening. You see it again; it's a clear red card. If you talk about endangering, if you if you stop the incident when um, Anana's legs on the ground, it can break his leg. There's, there's no doubt about that. So that you think falls into the category of endangering the safety of an opponent? Well, that he might break his leg. Mm. Yeah. It's not concerning. It's a situation. It's not that I worry about the points we've been lost now. I, I, um, it's it's about the, the 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 situation we are in, and we have to use that. We have to we have to adapt in moments. Yes, a few boys are coming back now. Um, like yoga today, but he trained one and a half times with us. So it's not a perfect preparation for a football game. Uh, but so we have to see how we manage him. Then Joel similar trains a bit longer. Um, Arthur is now coming in in session now, obviously um, outside running. So he didn't play football for a while. So we have to see how we can use him. But we, it's always a bit of a problem when you have this amount of injuries. Get this, Manchester City missed out on the chance to go top of the league with a one-all draw against Aston Villa. Erling Haaland made it 10 goals for the season before Villa equalised through Leon Bailey. But it was Steven Gerrard's side who were bemoaning yet more poor officiating. Villa had the ball in the back of the net. It was Philip Coutinho who came on from again, hit a shot from 22 yards out, absolute rattler off the underside of the crossbar. However, the flag had gone up to say he was coming back 
from an offside position. The referee had whistled, so we're not sure if Edison made a real effort to save it. But having seen the steal, he was not in an offside position. And I thought you're supposed to carry on playing and then find out if he was offside afterwards. Controversial moment. The moments went against us today. We've, we've, we've produced a fantastic moment with Leon Bailey. I think the officials have got one wrong as well. We could have had two. The Philip Coutinho goal, oh, yeah. um, for me, is is nowhere near offside. I've, I've had a chat with the officials after the game. Uh, I've tried to understand their side of things, but um, I'm pleased that they recognised they got it wrong. Drop points for Pep tonight. Good news for Liverpool fans. It means Arsenal could go further ahead at the top of the table tomorrow. But a, a much-needed point for Villa, their fourth of the season, and it's finished here at Villa Park. An enthralling encounter. Aston Villa 1, Manchester City 1. Overall, what I saw there and the chances we create and the, the few concede, but yes, we concede one shoot and target is the goal. Um, yeah, I had the feeling that um, yeah, we missed two points. Here's a recap of the best of the rest from yesterday's Premier League action, starting with Spurs versus Fulham, which was live and exclusive, of course, on TalkSport 2. Sessegnon hits the ball against the arm of Tosin, drives it in, Kane finishes off, and Spurs have a second. Harry Kane wheels away in celebration. Everyone looks at Stuart Atwell, who puts the whistle to his lips and signals the end of the game. And Tottenham Hotspur remain undefeated in the Premier League. Yeah, honestly, I prefer, I prefer to, to win uh, easily, honestly. And today, for the way that we played, uh, for the chances that we created, uh, we could score much more and not to wait until the end uh, to, <laughs> uh, to suffer, no? To suffer. Nottingham Forest 2, Bournemouth 3. Extraordinary comeback for Bournemouth. Jaden Anthony off the bench to score the late winner. Forest led 2-0 at the break. Uh, Czech Coyote sent a bullet header uh, in from Gibbs White corner then Brennan Johnson steered home a penalty following a long VAR check after William shot hit Kelly's arm Phil Billing with a wonder strike soon after the restart stunning left footed 30 yarder absolute rocket that was the game changer Dominic Solanke's acrobatic volley after Forrest failed to deal uh, with a corner saw the cherries level then with three minutes remaining McKenna made a huge error for Forrest robbed by Solanke who teed up Jaden Anthony to take the points and booing at full time. What did you make dis- of that? Well, it was a disappointing day, wasn't it? You know, and a lot of frustration. You know, with, with myself, the staff, and the players as well. So we're all we're all frustrated with how the day the day went. Let's, let's not shy hide away from the fact that we're two 0 up and we've lost three two at home. You know, we conceded three goals. So there's nothing good about that. And um, for 12 months, it's been great here. Everything's gone well for me as a manager, for the team. You know, and uh, we've got to show that we can, you know, play equally as well and be equally as confident when when we're having a rough time as well and this has obviously been a disappointing week but me first and everyone else has got to show that we can handle this and, and get on with it. It came from what the group is. The, the group is is an incredible group. I've been telling them that since I took over that they're the best group that, that I've worked with like attitude-wise. They're just... They'll just give you everything until until they've got nothing left. They'll just give you everything. A quite remarkable afternoon of football here. You know, sometimes prices are criticised for tickets that fans have to pay to get into these games. But the Brentford fans today have had an absolutely amazing afternoon. 5-2, they have beaten Leeds United. The headline and a hat-trick from Ivan Tony. Listen, I'll just concentrate on myself and uh, try to do the uh, best I can every game. 
whether I'm up there with the best in the country, English striker, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't look that far ahead, but I just want to be the, the best version of me and uh, try and do that every game. Leeds thought they should have had a penalty. I thought they should have had a penalty. Jesse March thought they should have had a penalty. He was running on the pitch. He was running down the line, getting in the linesman's face, getting in fourth official Keith Stroud's face. He totally lost his head. He was sent off. No penalty. I was really surprised after a, a play was not ruled a foul in the first half and given as a penalty after VAR that they at least didn't give it another look. And that's what I was trying to do was get him to go over there and take a look at it. So um, then they de- I don't know why they decided to toss me. Um, I think I was calm the whole match until that moment. Seven goals here at the GTEC. It's finished Brentford 5, Leeds United 2. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. England's Lionesses have booked their place at the Women's World Cup next year in their very first game since they lifted the Euros trophy. Goals from Alessia Russo and Nikita Paris gave them a 2-0 victory over Austria. And here's the England head coach, Serena Wiegmann. I'm happy that that we qualified today, that we had a win, conceded uh, no goals. Score two, that's one more than we did in the other two games, so that's nice. Again, a hard game, but we, you know, coming out of the Euros, not having that much rest. Some of the players played Champions League, other players didn't play that many minutes. I think Austria had that same problem a little bit. Uh, but I think, after all that, I'm very proud of the team that we came out like this and we just, you know, we just won the game. It looked so easy, but I think it was pretty hard. When you think of Manchester United welcoming Arsenal to Old Trafford, you think of Sir Alex Ferguson and Arsene Wenger clashing on the sidelines. Neither of them are still there, as you probably know already. However, the fixture is just as spicy. In a moment, you're going to hear from Gunners boss Mikel Arteta. But first, here's United manager Eric Ten Hag asked how he'll manage Cristiano Ronaldo this season now that the transfer window's shut and CR7's still in Manchester. I will be his friend. Sometimes I will be his teacher, so it depends on the situation. But as we all know, he didn't have the precision, so and you cannot uh, miss the precision. Uh, it's a base 
and especially in the game we play, the way of play is first. Eh? We play an, another type uh, in comparison with with the last year. So yeah, that depends of that uh, demands cooperation and that demands yeah, certain positioning in and out of position. And the other thing is yeah, the fitness. When I was younger, watching it on TV and watching that rivalry and those special. Um, games between the two teams, obviously playing as a player, winning obviously are a beautiful uh, feeling and yeah, a magnificent stadium um, to go there and uh, and be us again as a team. We need to believe that you go there and, and you play the way you want to play and you can win the football match. That's all for today's podcast. There'll be another TalkSport Daily out first thing tomorrow morning. And next week, it's the return of the Champions League, where we'll bring you a double header of commentaries on Tuesday night with Dinamo Zagreb versus Chelsea on TalkSport 2. That's at 5.30, followed by Sevilla against Manchester City from 7pm on TalkSport. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.